Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and I'm with Jason Medberry, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you for the wonderful reviews you give us. That is so awesome. Fantastic. We love all of those reviews. And for the people who've submitted questions and and ideas for podcasts, we appreciate that and keep that coming. We will, if you send us an idea and we can get to it, we will definitely answer your questions here on the podcast. Right, because, you know, we're still in quarantine here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything's done online and sometimes my brain can be so fried so it's great to hear from you um and speaking about being online jason have you taken any online classes i have taken an army of online classes i am basically my career is based off of online classes because i learned essentially all of the production skills that i have now entirely online Wow. Well, right now we're having, you know, online classes. Mm-hmm. We're starting them up. It's off. being forced upon people now. <laughs> when I did it, it was a choice. <laughs> now it's kind of the only option most people have. Well, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, about comedy mm-hmm. and can, and because at the end of these classes, we have a showcase. And we did them for the first time last year. And Kira Sultanovich, who's like, you know, do you know Kira? Yep. Oh my God. She's the funniest. She's one of my former students from a long time ago. And the moment I saw her, I went like, this girl's going places. And she certainly has. And during the pandemic, she's I'm so lucky that she's teaching for us. So, um, so I was really worried about how it's going to go when you take an online class and you have a showcase. Mm-hmm. Can, can that work? Yeah. And I had my doubts, but it, it really did did work so you know i want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you need to do to make these things work absolutely because um i'm doing um uh, a short story show Mm -hmm. for uh, a a jewish group right (laughs) and and it's one of my stories it's a really weird story to tell to a, a group that has mostly um older synagogue members because mm-hmm. it's a story about BDSM. Yep. Um, so, 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 you know, um, and it's really funny. It's a really, really funny, funny um, story. And I said, well, can we have people's mics on? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's going to be disruptive. Oh, no, no, because, you know, their phone might ring. And, and here's the thing. In a comedy club, phones ring, people heckle. There's all sorts of disruption. Sirens and ambulances go by. Sirenses. Everything, yeah. Glasses crashing, Mm -hmm. waitresses quitting in in the middle of a show. People having their own conversations off to the side. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that just are distracted in a live environment. So that is very conducive to what like a Zoom presentation would be. Am I right? So they went, no, you can't have um, any sound on. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing it. I'm sitting by myself, right? And, you know, staring at a picture of myself at a a green dot, which is my camera, Mm -hmm. being funny and not hearing anything. Yeah. And I have to tell you something. Um, 
I left there feeling horrible, mm. exhausted. I had to immediately go to bed because, <laughs> because, and then you realize so much of it is um, that connection with an audience mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that flow yeah, that, that we have, the, that, yeah, because yeah, like, when you're a comic and you're on stage and the audience laughs, your body kind of, yeah. I inhale all of that, right? And yeah. then my next joke, I throw it back out of the audience and this is, and that's why it's about love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sex. That's why so many comics say, this is so much better than sex because it's that energy exchange, but not just with one person, with, you know, a large audience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. So I just, you know, so... Kira, who's done this before, mm. um, I said, "Look, y- you you take you know charge of this." And she did such a great job because what she did was talk to the audience, said, started asking them all questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, where are you from? And really talk to one of them. And there's yeah. so much you can do in Zoom with having two people side by side and a chat and engagement. So it's all about engagement, yes. right? Yeah, I would say if we're taking it from the uh, the vantage point of you performing online, doing a presentation, that thing, yes, right now that level of engagement is vital because you're not going to get it with a live audience. But these tools, these interactive tools, the Zoom and the WebEx and all these tools that they're they're designed for people to have a back and forth. They are not designed for just one person to talk. That's what YouTube and Vimeo and all that stuff is for. That's for you to cre- you know create something. There's no audience. You just put it out and then people watch it when they want. But when you're yeah. doing a Zoom presentation or any sort of online presentation, the, the tool and the point is to be interactive. So going back to your original content, like your old comedy sketches or, or uh, comedy bits or whatever – they may have to be modified to make them a little bit more interactive. So you can go back and forth with people and start bringing people into the performance with you in order to, to get that, you know, to also maintain their attention as well, because you also have audience members who are now in their own homes. And that, I mean, we all know the problems with working from home, you know, for people who've never done it before, there's a trillion distractions around. So if you engage and interact, you kind of alleviate that kind of stuff and you get people's attention because you make them a part of the experience. If you're just performing at them, then it's just, it becomes very cold, just kind of like the- It's the, so cold and that's what we have in life right now. So, you know, even with corporate gigs, so mm-hmm. I, corporations are now having us keynoters do it online mm-hmm. and it's like awesome you're not i'm not getting my full fee but i'm getting pretty close to it yeah and what's so great about about it so i i just had a call with another corporate client and and it's a nursing place right mm-hmm. for nurses and they want me to just pre-record something oh and i just went oh <laughs> I mean, the whole point of a keynote Mm. is giving something to the audience. And I said to them, I said, listen, these nurses, nobody sees them. Nobody sees their faces. They all have masks on, you know, all all day. Um, 
even their, their co-workers. We don't see our co-workers anymore in person because they're masks. So yeah. when we're online, the most important thing for a, a, a webinar or a speaker is to see the people in the audience and acknowledge them. Absolutely. And isn't that what a stand-up comic does first thing we get on stage, mm -hmm. right? Where we go, hey, you know, um, where are you from? What are you doing? Da-da-da-da, right? I mean, we try and get some engagement, get people to talk to us, get some spontaneity. Mm -hmm. But I think asking people just to watch is yeah. soul-sucking. Yeah, and so what I want to do is like, if your purpose as, I think our purpose as a performer or a writer or whatever you do mm -hmm. um, in the arts is primarily to connect. Yes. You know, to connect. Mm -hmm. and, and then I think that um, there are ways to do it when you're, when you're doing it online mm -hmm. because wow otherwise it becomes just so lonely and and i don't think this these online meetings are going away oh no oh that was... we're all been vaccinated right yeah. yeah well that's the the biggest thing about that is businesses especially if corporations are hiring for online speaking engagements and that kind of stuff they are now know that that is something especially if it works if they get a good presentation online that actually is effective well, there's a lot of good things that go with that is coming from the corporate side because it's like, well, this is a lot cheaper. It's a lot easier to do. We're still getting a good effect. So why are we spending all this money to put on this giant live event when we can do this as well? <laughs> now, doesn't mean that when it all comes back, they're, they're going to just stop doing live events. I'm sure that stuff's going to come back in force. But it, especially to people who are speakers and comics who want to do presentations, I say take these next you know, I don't know how much longer we're going to be in this, but in these next months and build up this skill of performing online with people because you never know. It might be three years from now. Someone's going to ask you, hey, we really want you to speak at our thing, but we don't have the budget to fly you out. Can you do it online? And if your answer is no, then you just lost that gig. Or if you've never done this before, that's an opportunity you just missed. So use this time where it's being forced upon us to, to do all of this stuff online to build up that muscle and build up that skill of being able to perform. You know, know your material when it's live in front of an audience and know your material when it's online. And if you've got two different versions, that's an excellent thing to have in your cachet so that you can say, hey, can you do this online? Hell yeah, I can do this online. And then here's how I do it. You tell them, you're going to put so much confidence into the people who are hiring you because they're going to know well this guy really knows their material inside and out because not only could they perform it live in front of us they can do it online as well so if you're looking to advance your career you want to build up the skill and hey no better time to do it than when they're kind of forcing you to do it right now oh yeah i'm working with a lot of speakers now who have been hired to do these online things and i have to say a lot of them are not live a lot of them are pre-recorded mm. they're going to have a um you know a summit or yeah. whatever they call them now an online you know yep. conference and here are the speakers and then you pre-record them mm -hmm. and then they plug them in yeah so i am working with a speaker right now to to uh to do hers because a lot of speakers don't have don't really <laughs> aren't technical people yeah. 
right? I mean, what do we do? We walk out onto the stage, even someone else puts a lavalier mic on us or hands up. We don't even know. Uh, how do you turn this on? I'll take care of it for exactly. you. Don't worry about it. And and so we're very low-tech people usually. We just walk out and do it. And a lot of very, very successful speakers, they all have their tech teams and what have you for their website and everything. So a lot of them really don't know quite how to do this. Yeah. And I think that um, I can't tell you how great it's been to really uh, know Zoom. Yeah. And <laughs> Zoom is so easy. And Zoom, Zoom by clicking back and forth between um, when I do it myself live, mm -hmm. talking right to the camera, like right at the camera, not down. So you're making some kind of um, eye contact, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing how to go to gallery view yep. and see everybody and then back to speaker view. So it keeps it, yep. it keeps it visually interesting. And then going to a PowerPoint with like great imagery, Back to yourself. I mean, I'm not a big one on PowerPoints, mm -hmm. but I do like visuals, especially I'm looking for funny visuals. Mm -hmm. Pop, 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 picture, 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 back to me. Now, when I tell a story, I am doing it right to camera mm -hmm. with um, mics open. And I'll tell people the very beginning, listen, if you have like some, you know, if you have crying in the background, complaining, you know, screaming, um, you know, and that's your husband, not a baby, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, don't put your mic on, all right? Yeah. Like, and, and if you want to pick up the phone in the middle of this, you know, turn your mic off, right? But if you're sitting there and you're quiet and it's quiet and you and it's not a construction site next door, yep. everybody open up your mic yep. who feels like it. Open up your mic because I want to hear you. I want to connect with you. I want to talk to you. And I think when you start things off, whether you're um, doing a performance or teaching a class, we just, everybody is dying. We're so hungry for interaction and looking at someone other than the, the person we're living with. My God, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you would, we're like, this COVID thing is like two, you know, a goldfish going, oh, you again, you again, you again, you again. No. So it's so important to really, um, you know, have your main purpose be to connect. Yeah. And I mean, and right there, that's, you know, that's basically three skills that you're talking about. You're talking about being able to present your material live, which is, of course, the best avenue. The ability to present it online, interactive, fun, engaging with people online. And then finally, if all they want is that pre-recorded thing, you got to build up that skill set to be able to do that pre-recorded. The best thing a client can hear from you is yes. Hey, can you do this thing? Yeah, no problem. I've done that before. Absolutely, I could set that up. Oh, could you do it this way? Yeah, sure, no problem. But when you they come at you and they go, well, this is what we like to you to do, and you go, well, that's not really how I like to do these things. I mean, you could talk I, yourself right out of a job. So I think I just did because I I kind of said that to yeah. the client, <laughs> but I I want to say to the I think I need to go back to them and say to them like. Why don't we just record it with just five people on the other yeah. line? 
Right? Let's just, you know, and then you'll get the recording. Well, that's, we just that's have, another option is, is right? doing a faux recording of it where it's like, hey, we're, this is going to be pre-recorded, but it's going to be a pre-recorded interaction. It's going to be a pre-recorded yeah. conversation, that kind of thing. You you want to be able to say yes to them when they come at you with these interesting, you know, sort of new ways of doing things that we're doing right now. And you don't want to hide behind it. Um what I also want to do is kind of flip the script right now. And what if I'm someone who's taking an online class or watching an online presentation? How do I get the most out of it that way? Because, you know, people have been, you know, the studies have been coming out. You know, I think it was like 41% more students are failing now with online classes. There's all sorts of people are having a lot of trouble learning online. And that blows me away because, I mean, my career, my skills are almost entirely self-taught through online courses i you know well you're weird yeah i Jason, am weird. you have to know that you're really i mean <laughs> you're an odd dog you're totally self-motivated right you, you you what we've done so many talks about your what's that little book you have of all your to-do tasks oh my panda you, planner your panda planner mm-hmm. we've talked about that we've talked about like i mean I don't know how you do it. Like, well, I have no idea how you keep yourself motivated it's, like that. Well, th- that's the thing about it is, you know, when I was learning this stuff, like when I first started learning things online, I was learning it because it was an emergency. Because I was playing, this was early on in my career, and I was faking it till I made it. And, and if a client said, hey, do you know how to do this? I go, yeah, sure, I know how to do that, no problem. With like, I hope there's a lesson online to teach me how to do that, and then pick up the skills as I'm building projects and things for clients. Now, that's sort of, you know, trial by fire in that case, and I don't, I do not recommend that because there were a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of craziness but you know like for me here like when I because I still learn things online right now I have my lynda.com subscription I love my master class I love you know I still learn things from YouTube and the way I set it up is I always concentrate on okay if this person was in front of me teaching me you know this information what would it be like and how do I recreate that in my own environment you know, because people think, hey, because it's an online class, I should just treat it like, you know, going through Facebook on my couch. And if you go in with that mindset, you're never going to you're never going to learn. You have to go in. So like what's the stu- mindset you go like? What do you do that's different? So instead when you're of watching like an crashing on my couch with my phone doing the thing, I go set up my desk. I have my pad with a piece of, you know, a pen and paper, a place to take notes. I'm concentrated. There's no music or TV on in the background. I've given myself a dedicated amount of time to do the work. You know, I'm not just saying, well, however long this is, I'm saying, no, I'm doing online classes a day for two hours for the next two hours i'm in class i'm not talking on my wait a phone. second wait a second don't tell me you don't check like social media during the class no my phone is off during classes anytime i do any sort of online class my phone is off because if my phone's on it'll just be endless messages and things it is off or in another room because but isn't it painful like i find it sometimes so painful just to stare at a video for like some online class well okay and not not go to like maybe because i have what is it called ocd yeah. or like there's actual a 
pain inside of me going, no. And why can't I fast forward this? Why can't I listen to this at two times or five times the speed? Why do I, 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 I just can't. It's, it's. All right, I'm going to give you a couple tips to get past that because I will guarantee you that pain is coming from stagnation, from the fact that you're just—it's coming from stagnation, from you just sitting there and watching is not is going to be painful. You have to do three things: you have to have active listening, you have to do do active note taking, and you have to do active questioning all while you're sitting there. So. Let's say I'm doing an online class. I'm sitting at my desk. I got my computer open. I got a pad, pen to write stuff down. Uh, Maybe I have another notebook or, you know, maybe I have an external recording device because I'm recording it. When I'm watching someone teach, I have my paper out in front of me and there's a line down the middle of the paper. And on the left side of the paper is where I'm taking my notes. I take notes because I'm actively listening. When they're saying things, I'm writing it down. Just like I would if I was in a college class. I'm taking notes. I'm not relying on, oh, is, are they going to email me this PDF later? Because then I'm not going to take any notes. I don't want to waste it. No, you have to be active while it's happening. You can't just say, you know, that's like, you know, going to a show and being like, well, you now have to entertain me and make me laugh. And then going in with a bad mood because you're never going to laugh or go in. You have to go in wanting to be entertained. You have to go in wanting to laugh. Have you ever taken someone to a comedy show who hates comedy? It's the worst experience of your life. You just want to burn the building down. So you have to go in with an active mindset of learning. You have to go, okay, I'm taking notes. Even if it's things I don't think I'm going to need later on, I'm still going to be active in taking notes. And that's on the left side of the page. On the right side of the page are questions that I'm coming up with. And the questions aren't just for who's ever teaching or for the concept. It's questions like, how could I use this information? How could I, you know, implement this? What tools would I need to do this? What do I have to be working on in order to make this work for me? Because so some of those questions are actual questions like, I don't understand what he means by this, or I don't know what, what's going on. And then there are other questions like, all right, how could I make this work? How could I this? Or does this even pertain to me? You know, is this something I can throw out? Is this something I can give away? So I'm staying active the entire time. What I'm not doing is just sitting there expecting this information to wave over me and then, you know, get into my brain via osmosis. You know, I want to be sure that I am actively participating in it, even though I'm not in the room. And if you are increase your accountability of action, it's going to be a lot easier and you're going to get a whole lot more out of it. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's really good. I, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, you, she's going, I could never do that. I, no, well, sorry. let me just say, you mentioned lynda.com and all those. Okay, mm-hmm. two years ago I went, I'm going to learn how, what did I want to learn how to do? Something with Instagram or something mm-hmm. or I wanted to learn I don't remember what it was exactly. So I registered for a class mm. two years ago. I've never mm. watched that class. Yeah, I, I can't it. even get to that. Mm. Well, <laughs> I paid for it. The other thing, it. too, is when you sign up for stuff, you have to go in with a result in mind. If you're just because like like there has been classes that I've taken where it's just, I'm just interested in learning about this. So I'm here just to learn and whatever new information. But in most cases, I've been, I've had a literal like project or a thing that has to get done. And I need the knowledge out of this training in order to complete the thing that I need to get done. So So that motivation leverages me to go, okay, you got, you know, sit up, pay attention, take some notes. 
Plus, I have a goal. I have a target in mind. So it allows me to go, all right, this information here, I'm kicking that information out because it doesn't help me get to my goal. Ooh, this is the stuff I need to learn. This is the stuff I need to pay attention to. Um, but in all reality, if you're, if you're learning a lot of stuff online and if you can build up this skill, it's so good because you're basically limitless at that point. If you can build up the skill to go, all right, I can learn just for the sake of learning and have the same level of active listening, active note-taking, and active retention. And then I can also do stuff where it's project-oriented, where I'm specifically trying to learn how to do something in order to create X, Y, or Z. If you can have both of those mindsets, then, I mean, then the world's basically your oyster. You can just say, hey, anything I want to learn, I can go learn because I've learned how to learn things. How to online. learn. Learn how to learn. Yeah. Well, before we overwhelm everybody with yeah. your... <laughs> I just I, let's just go over what we talked about and give a little sum up. Okay, Absolutely. first of all, the the whole purpose of of all of this um, learning something online, whether you're a presenter or a spectator, yep. is engagement. Yes, and so if you're a presenter, you need to create engagement mm. by not having to memorize. You know, um, you know. Uh, robo presenter sort of uh, webinar, mm -hmm. but to really encourage engagement, to yep. talk to people, to have spontaneity, to open up people's mics. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to learn something and you're taking a class, first of all, I think you said, let me see if I remember what you said, because I was trying to be a quote unquote active listener to you, Jason. Mm -hmm. So uh, turn off your phone. Okay, so you can turn off turn off distractions. Don't mm -hmm. do it with a TV in the background. Create a space in your in in your home where you study, perhaps on a computer, perhaps on a place where um, you're not going to have a lot of distractions. Take notes. Yes. Um, while it's going on, um, ask ask participate, ask questions, and. Um, and I think the one of the most important things that you said, because it it gives you purpose, which yeah. is to have a hold on to the possibility of where this class can get you the results. Yes, that I, like I'm giving a webinar now on how to write a one minute pitch. So when you when someone says, "What do you speak about? What's your book about? What do you do for a living?" You give them a really hot, concise, one-minute pitch that really um, creates engagement and, and gets people to say, oh, my God, I have to have you speak. Oh, my God, I have to read your book. So you want to create that. So you want to keep in mind that you're putting in this time, this one hour of focus to get you something that you want, whether it's um, more money or a, a side hustle that you want to create or whatever it is that you can do it, but <laughs> you have to really uh, focus on where you're going on that goal because that'll help you get through some of these online classes and presentations that sometimes just make you want to poke your eyes out with a pencil. So, for your special gift, 
go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.